Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Awesome. Okay. Oh, my God. Welcome to Manic Rambling Spiral. I am Heather B. Armstrong. And I am John R. Bray. If I stumble over my words, I apologize. Um, I'm so dehydrated. Is this like uh, recouping from St. Patty's <laughs> I'm not Day? Gonna, okay. I'm not going to go into the reasons why I uh, took an herbal tea yesterday and got really, really sick. Wait, wait. You took an herbal tea and got sick from the herbal tea? Well, it's an herbal tea that's... It's brewed... It's brewed specifically to... Um, why am I so... I hate talking about this now. <laughs> it It's to help with bowel movements. Oh, gotcha. Yes, yeah, it, it's a Chinese tea. Okay. Yeah. So it and, cleared everything uh, out, including all the water you needed. I mean, it usually it's, you know, it's not that bad. But yesterday, like, I got, like, really, really sick. And I uh, woke up this morning and was craving electrolytes. I was like, what? oh, yeah. And I, I worked out now and almost passed out. And my trainer was like, you're scaring me. And I was like, ah, it's because of the tea. <laughs> the bowel movement tea. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> so what did you? What do you do for electrolytes? Are you like a, a sports drink person? No, what I did. So, and this is not sponsored at all. But I got addicted to those those go-go squeeze pouches oh, yeah. with the pears and the... um. What is, it, what is it pedal 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 peach is the pedal, shit peaches pedal, sweet pedal, potato peach. and, and apple oh my god it's so good oh yeah so i like i got up this morning and i had like i just slammed two of them because like wow why am i so dehydrated oh that's right because yesterday i spent two hours in the bathroom <laughs> welcome to man grambling spiral <laughs> well next time you'll know you can just be in the bathroom as you drink the tea and it'll be more efficient oh my god if anybody wants to know about the tea, it's, it's called Chinese Slim Tea, and I buy it at the Asian market around the corner. And last year, around this time, so this this is going to tie into the sort of the topic that we wanted to talk about. I just realized that today is the equinox. And because of the rapid change in light this time of year, especially in March and September, around the equinox, light is changing super fast. Um just the amount of light during the day. And it really fucks with those of us who, who are prone to depression and anxiety and mood disorders. Is it this, is it equal fuckery at both equinoxes? Yes. Okay. One is not worse than yeah. the other. Okay. It really fucks with their serotonin levels because the light, it's just, my psychiatrist has gone into the psychology of it. But last year I was going through treatment. So I was under anesthesia what 10 times and you know recovering from that so i i don't think that i really felt the effects of the equinox last year in march but this year you know i'm i'm good i'm well medicated and like the other day 
all of a sudden, like I, I was seized with panic, just completely seized for no reason at all. I had to go like take a walk around the block and like calm myself down and do some breathing techniques. And it was just like, why am I, why am I panicking? There's no reason. And then I realized, oh, <laughs> it's March. <laughs> Duh. Uh, but you pulled through it. I mean, you strategized yourself through it all on your own. Yeah. I, and then a day later, I had a full on panic attack. Full on, really scary panic attack. Where I, you know, I have to breathe really, really, really breathe myself through it because it really feels almost like I'm drowning because I can't catch my breath. And it's not, it doesn't have any, it doesn't have to do with anything. I mean, yeah, I have my worries, but like, I'm not worried that I'm going to mess up anything or fail at anything or miss anything. Like, it's just this general, just panic. It's, it's hard to describe but I posted a, a photo on Instagram and talked about this time of year. And like all the comments were like, oh my God, that's what's happening. <laughs> like so many people this time of year, like things just seem to like be just so much more intense. And as people who are depressed to get, feel more depressed, people who get anxious, feel more anxious. And back to the slim tea. <laughs> <laughs> so you thought that just cleaning yourself out would help? Well, no, what happened last year and I talk about this in, in my book, which is due a month from tomorrow, four weeks from tomorrow. And you're like 10,000 words ahead? I hit 70,000 words yesterday. Hell yeah. I was going to send you a screenshot of that. The contract says that I only owe them 70,000, but I think I have about 20,000 more to write. Wow. And then I'm going to go edit. So last year during the treatment, I had to basically fast for like 18 to 20 hours at a time because of the anesthesia, like the procedure you can't eat for, you have to stop eating at like seven o'clock the night before and you can have water up until like four hours before. So I was routinely like starving myself. I had to. And <laughs> they were giving me a medication that one of the side effects is constipation as well. <laughs> so you're not eating, nothing's coming out. Sounds great. And so my grandmother lived with my mother for the last 10 years of her life. And she was uh, a slim tea. Like she drank it every night in order to stay regular. And so my mother went and got the tea for me. And I drank the tea and nothing happened. Okay. okay. <laughs> and she was like, this is scientifically impossible. <laughs> Which is true because when it did work, it's like control Z, undo, undo, oh, undo. God. Please undo. <laughs> oh God. You can't un this is we we joked about it. Like you can't undo the poop tea. You can't undo it. It's like, oh no. Like, I drank it, it's too late. <laughs> it's too late. Last year I didn't last year I was so distracted with what was going on that I didn't feel the effects of the of the equinox as much as I am feeling it right now. So that plus the book deadline plus everything else. It's it's a lot. It's a lot. The mood in the home has improved dramatically. Uh Lita and I are getting along like like best friends. Um the play ended and federation is over and it's as if someone has injected rainbow butterflies into her, her bloodstream. Have you talked about 
this shift at all or has it just happened silently? Yes, okay. I have talked about it. And I think, you know, Lita has inherited some traits from me. To put it mildly, she's inherited some traits from me. <laughs> it's as far as you're going to go. <laughs> People like me, when we change medication or we go seek help and whatnot, sometimes you don't realize that you're feeling better. You just feel better. It's not a sudden realization that you feel better. Just p- the people around you notice it and comment about it. So it's like for you, you just wake up one day feeling essentially the same, mm-hmm. but everyone else can tell. Everyone is like, why? <laughs> I'll tell this story. I'm going to tell this story. So we put Leah on some, her anxiety was, just her anxiety was crippling her when she was eight years old. Eight. Okay. At eight. That's... She was it was crippling her. She couldn't function. And we went to her pediatrician and we put her on a very, very mild dose of an antidepressant. And within three days, she went to go spend the night with my mother and her cousins. And my cousins went up to my mom and said, what's going on with Lita? And she's like, what are you talking about? And they're like, she's not bossing us around or yelling at us. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, wow. And. Like, it took effect that fast. And even the kids picked up on it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like, if I, during, if I get a, a medication change, it's it's usually the people in my life who are saying, you know, you seem much better. And then I realize that I'm much better. Like, it, it has to be pointed out to me. Okay. And that's how she was after the play, after Federation. I said, I said, Lita, like, you've been joyous this last week. And she's like, have I? And I was like, yeah, you've been singing and dancing and you know, talking, like talking my ear off in the morning on the, on the, on the way to school. And it's amazing. And she's like, Oh, well, yeah, I I guess I do feel better. That's good. It was rough for a while there, like a month. It was really rough. Yeah. Yeah, We got through it. So maybe it's not just 14. (laughs) Maybe it's like 14. Maybe it's like she had too much going on at one time. Yes. So the real question will be is, did she learn from that? Right. Which is too soon to tell. I mean, I think she'll have to be presented with some enticing options and then think back and say, oh, yeah, that that four to six weeks was hell. <laughs> Hopefully, if not, then you should just fucking brace for it because, man, that was rough. Yeah, it was rough. It was really, really, really rough. Well, it's good she turned around because in a few days it is spring break. In a few days it is spring break. And if I weren't writing a book... Maybe I would take them somewhere sunny and warm. I was going to ask, you usually do, right? You t- you go to California for spring break? We've been to California twice now for okay. spring break. I just I have to get this done. This is um, this deadline is bearing down on me. And my mom is going to help me out a bit next, next week. Thank God for my mother. But yeah, what are you going to do? Pray. <laughs> I have no idea. I was like, did I lose you there for a I second? Have... <laughs> I don't know. I, I it's it's so hard because Lexton is older now. I mean, first of all, his birthday every year starts spring break, so that's great because what day is his birthday? Again? The twenty sixth. The twenty sixth. Okay. So it starts on spring break, or or usually, I mean, sometimes it's like the second day, sometimes the fourth day. It's always over spring break, which sounds really great. Except it, it for his entire life has made it impossible when he was younger to have a party because everybody's gone. And when you're younger, you 
at least with him, it was weird to say, well, your birthday is on this day, but we're not going to have a party for two weeks because then everyone will be back. Mm -hmm. Because it's not your birthday. So why the hell would you have a party in two weeks? And now that he's turning 14, you know, parties aren't really a thing, but he has no idea what he wants to do at all. And, and so he's putting that on you? No, I told him, I said, I, you are too old for me to call your friend's parents and figure something out because parties aren't really what happens. That's why you haven't really been invited to parties. You just get together and hang out. And I said, if you want to get together and plan to go to a movie and dinner, I said, I will shuttle you around. I'll give you money, whatever, but I'm not planning anything. And he, <laughs> he knows that, but I, I don't think he believes it. Like he's, he's not doing anything. So we'll do a family thing, which I'm sure will be wonderful with Heather and her parents and Robert, and that will be super swell. But otherwise, I don't know. And that's right at the start of break. So I also have a feeling that if nothing really comes together, things are going to go downhill pretty quick. (laughs) So you need to put together like a gathering something but i don't know what to do i don't know how to i mean do you put together gatherings when they're 14 um she had four friends over uh, to sleep over and i got them pizza and cake and ice cream and they watched a movie and they stayed up late you know did you organize it though i told her to ask her friends if they wanted to come over I said, I I can make an invitation, a formal invitation. She's like, oh, please, no, don't do that. I'll just Snapchat him. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just Snapchat him, mom. But she had to take the lead. Yeah, so she asked her four friends if they wanted to come over. But I, you know, I got the pizza. I got the the cake. I got the balloons. You know, I got her a a few presents. Yeah. See, that that I'd be fine with. She's a girl, you know. So that's kind of easy. Like, sleepovers are kind of like the go-to for girls. Yes, and that's a cha- well, that's a challenge because I think Lexton has probably four close friends. Two of them are girls. <laughs> so sleepovers with four people are not really going to work. And oh, yeah, it could work. I mean, as, I mean, they're are they not romantically interested in each other? Are they? I can tell you, Lexton is not. He I mean, he hasn't reached that point where he's actively showing interest. I don't know about the girls. I mean, one of them he's known since kindergarten, probably. So I know. I mean, they're more like siblings than anything romantic, but I don't know. He's, I think boys are weird too, because that would be a fun slumber party. Wouldn't it though? Oh my God. (laughs) Their, their interests are just, I I don't even want to say limited and not, not that girls are easy. And I really have no right to say that anyway, because I don't have one, but I don't know. I think I think a slumber party with girls just makes a lot more sense because they're a lot more content to talk and watch movies and do whatever mm-hmm. they do. And boys are, I don't know. It's just. Like, does he have a favorite restaurant? Mm, yeah, I mean, he has a couple. And that's what I've like listed them off. I'm like, you like to go here, here, and here. We can go there. We can do. And I, I've even told him, I said, I will go with you. I said, both mom and I will go with you. I said, I can drop you off with just your friends and you can do your thing. I don't care. Like, Just you need to tell me what you want to do. And his, his answer to everything now is, okay, 
Let me think about that. <laughs> Even if it's like an hour away, it's like, okay, well, I just need to think. Like, no, this you don't have that luxury right now. <laughs> and And it's spring break, but I don't have a spring break, so it's still like a traditional work week. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I think for, for a boy, I think just having a, a nice dinner out with all of his friends at a sit-down restaurant where they come and sing happy birthday to you. Right. right. That's what I, I mean, that's what I did growing yeah. up is, but I think, I think one primary difference is, oh man, is from like six onward, age six onward, we've never lived anywhere that was like, a neighborhood where he could just walk down the block. It's always been kind of on a, a busier road. So when I grew up, I had a dozen friends within eight blocks. Yes. We'd walk exactly. to houses and bike. And so it was really easy to get together. But now he relies on me for transportation, which is fine. But I feel like that has sort of made something flip in his head that just automatically makes him feel a little bit less independent. Ah. Uh. And that's, that's hard. I tell him all the time, like, if you want, I mean, we're, there's like 39 Starbucks around here. Like I'll drop him off at one with friends and he can meet friends and then walk to a restaurant. Like that's all possible. All of that, like local scene, you Mm -hmm. just have to get there. It's kind of like bringing Lita to the mall. Like once they're at the mall, there's a ton of things to do, but they have to get to the mall. Quick question in your, where you live do you have to go to the school where where you live, or are you is it open enrollment? Oh no, you have to. It's zoned. It's zoned. Oh, yeah. Okay, I think that's the difference too, because Utah has open enrollment. And what's so different about you're talking about the difference in childhoods? Like I lived in a we called them coves in the south, in cul-de-sac. Okay, I didn't like people out here were calling them cul-de-sac, and I was like, what's a fucking cul-de-sac? I had never heard <laughs> cove cul-de-sac. I know. Um, we called them coves. I lived on Cedar Oak Cove in Bartlett, Tennessee, 38134, <laughs> 5914 Cedar Oak Cove. Um, and it was a cove and like, I mean, there were like, I had four friends like in the cove and we would ride bikes and we would skateboard and we would, we had little trampolines and we had swimming pools and everybody did everything right there in the cove. And we were always outside, always outside, always outside. And we had to go to the school where we lived. So all of my other friends at school lived relatively, you know, within biking distance. Well, <laughs> in Lita's lifetime, she's lived in one, two, three, four. This is the fifth place she's lived. Okay. Yeah. Lexton has lived. Yeah. Actually, Lexton has lived in five as well. Yeah. And there's never been like a friend down the street or a friend next door or a friend across the street. You have to drive in there. That's weird, right? Right? It's just, it feels awkward. I don't know why. I mean, it's fine, but it just, I feel like it makes the friendship dynamic shift. Yeah. But clearly Lita is better at planning. <laughs> She's also into social media and Lexton is she not. Is. He doesn't, he is, just doesn't is he not? care. No. Is he not on Instagram? No, I've I've offered, do you want an Instagram account? Do you want to use Snapchat? He's like, nah, nah. At all. I've just... Two days ago, I finally had to implement a new rule that his phone can only be used for phone calls and text messaging. And until he can actually learn how to respond, that rule is going to stay in place. <laughs> because I can't, cannot. 
there, it was just this past weekend he was with Heather and I texted him probably 10 times with like questions and like, how are you? How was your day? Things like that. And then finally our, I mean, I texted like twice an hour. It's not like I was texting rapidly hours and hours later. He responds. Hi. <sighs> I was like, Nope, Nope. This is not okay. Yeah. I went out to a gallery stroll on Friday night and Lita put Marlo to bed and I texted her like 30 minutes after Marlo's bedtime and I said, how is everything going? And 10 minutes later, fine. <laughs> is everything, I said, every, everything's going okay? Yep. How do they not realize that that is incredibly unhelpful? <laughs> how the, I know we've talked about this before, but it's, and I, I'm fine with him not being attached to his phone. Like, that's okay. But he, I just give me something, some amount of information. That's all I ask. Yeah. And I, I'm wanting that to encourage him to actually, because I know that his friends text. I know that they're on social media. I know how they get in touch with each other. And he doesn't do those things. And then he kind of is missing out. Yeah, I think... Lita's probably more responsive to her friends. I think the difference here, like if, if if I had someone's child in my care, if a child is sleeping over at my house and the, the mother texts me and says, how is everything going? Like I am really quick to respond. They're going great. They, you know, they're watching a movie. Everything's going wonderful. You know, I'm really quick to respond because I know that they need that response. Right. And I don't think that our children have that urgency yet. <laughs> Yeah, I, I just don't think they see why it's important. Yeah, but he, I can't believe that Lexton doesn't want to do uh, Snapchat. And this is what's really this is what's really weird because I know parents whose kids use it and it drives them nuts and they're always on it or whatever. I feel like just downloading it and making him try it, just because <sighs> this is how people communicate and this is i think honestly what his problem is he would much rather call a friend and talk to them than send a text or a snapchat or anything like that but nobody else feels that way mm -hmm. so therefore he doesn't get a hold of anybody i finally told him just recently it was like i hate phone calls so i usually don't answer them that's probably what's happening because nobody they, they either are in a place where they can't take one or they don't mm -hmm. feel like talking on the phone or whatever, so they mm -hmm. don't answer the call. Because it's the rudest thing in the fucking world to call <laughs> right. somebody. Sorry, it is. I will judge you very, very, very harshly. Don't call me out of the blue. And we've, t I mean, text even me when we talk on the phone, it's first we text back and forth to find a time. Then mm -hmm. when that time approaches, it's okay time to call. <laughs> because you never know. I, I'm hopeful because the last time I dropped him off with a friend... We got there and his friend opened the door and he, he goes, dude, you suck at answering text messages. <laughs> I said, yep, he does. Thank you. Have a good time. Hopefully the, like his friends will present that to him and he'll start to realize. I don't know. Otherwise, yeah. it's going to be a really long break. Oh, man. I mean, it's just so it's so different. Like, like my father, I think we've talked about this. My father refuses to text he just calls out of the blue and I, he always calls when I can't take his phone call always. And there was one point and I, I hate listening to voice messages too. Right. Oh yeah. I don't. I, 
I mean, there's something about like our generation where it's like, please text, don't call. And I'm not going to listen to your voice message. Like that's, I think that's part of our generation. There was one day where like I had like 15 messages from my father on my phone. (laughs) You didn't take the time? Because he calls, he calls when I'm driving. He calls when I'm on a deadline. He calls when Marlo is practicing piano. He always calls in the middle of something. And if he would just call, if he would just text and say, when do you have time to speak? I could text him back and say, oh, you know, in a half hour, I'm going to have like five minutes or something like that. Right. But he, he, he refuses to do it. And there's something about, I, I think I've, I talked about this when I was, when I was dating, online dating. Those were the days. Oh, the, those were the days. <laughs> let me tell you, those were the days that I wanted to be dead. <laughs> I set the age profile probably a little too high. <laughs> oh God! I Man, I don't want to date a twenty-five-year-old. Like I'm not interested. Like I'm not interested in, you know, a quick bang. I'm not. I'm an adult woman who wants a relationship and a companion and someone to share my life with. Yeah, you have toys for and... that, so it's not a big deal. <laughs> we are not getting into porn on this episode. <laughs> Not doing it. Those are rare. Oh, man. I would agree to go on a date, maybe with like a 50 or 55-year-old man, and they'd call. (sighs) They'd call. We would get to the point of texting. I'd like, here's your phone number. Like, I'll meet you at that restaurant. And they would fucking call me. For what? And I was like... I don't even want to go on the date with you now because you just fucking called me. (laughs) But like everything had already been decided. Yeah. And it was always the generation of like, it was always like the 55 year old men who would do it. It was never like the guys in their forties or their thirties. It was always the older guys who would call. And now like, I think texting to me is my preferred way of communication. And, I'm kind of thinking that Lita's generation is like, eh, eh, I don't know. Right, but then what the hell do they use? I know. That's what I don't, I, and it's... If they're it's, not communicating. Well, well right, that's exactly it. <laughs> and it can't be that they're using, you know, Facebook Messenger or Snapchat, or because those things are going to go away. So, I mean, maybe they're part of the generation that is just unknowingly accepting the fact that they're going to latch on to a communication tool that will die, but they're going to have latched on to a new one before that happens. Mm-hmm. Or they'll just never talk. Or they're just never talk. I, like, yeah, it, it kind of worries me. Um, and then the whole Facebook data breach thing, Jesus Christ. Um, but that's just it though. It wasn't even a data breach. Like, but it kind of was. It kind of, but it was also kind of like, yeah, we have this information. So, I mean, it was well, it was a they, data breach, but it was also pretty shady on their part. Yeah, what they did is they had these they had users take a survey, and then they took that the data from those users, and then they took the data from those users' friends, right, who did not know, which is because that user gave permission, kind of. Because the initial user gave permission for the survey, not knowing that their data was being mined, but then the friends of that person, all of their data was being mined, and that friend did not know. Yep. 
That's the shady part. And, and it, but it's the other things too, like signing into things with Facebook and what kind of data that provides. Yeah. And, and it, exactly. I don't use Facebook. I haven't had an account in years, but it makes me wonder the number of times that I've signed into things with my Gmail address. Lots of things, I'm sure. Because it's easier. So then all this info is just out there. Oh, man. If I if I believed in God, I was standing at the judgment bar of God, he's going to read my Google searches out loud. <laughs> I'm going to be so embarrassed. <laughs> I think... If if we're being honest, I'm pretty sure everybody should be, if that's going to happen. Sometimes I'll Google search something, and I'm like, oh, God, somebody's going to find out that I did this. Right. What's going <laughs> like Somewhere this is showing up. Someone's already finding out, and they're reading, and they're like, what the fuck? Why? She Googled that? Right. What? Why? And then they're trying to sync things together. Like, okay, four days ago, she Googled this. Now she's Googling this. <laughs> so what is happening? Yeah. Oh, my God. But, it, I mean, it's stuff like that, like the, the data breach. And I'm like, okay, you don't want to be on social media? That's fine. Like, then don't share your info. Mm -hmm. But find a way to communicate. I think it's very admirable that he likes to talk on the phone. But if no one wants to talk on the phone, you have to adapt. You just do. Well, that's, this is why I really enjoy spending the time that I do with Lita at night. Like last night after, gosh, the Gilmore Girls got really good. <laughs> What's, what season are you in? We're on season four. Oh, yeah. The season where um, she's dating the guy that worked with her father. Oh, yeah. What was his name? I, I, for, I, don't even, I don't even know, but he starred in some really artsy movies back in the late 80s, early 90s. He goes by a nickname in the show too, doesn't he? He does. Yeah. Last night after it ended, like she turned over on the pillow and she's like, talk to me about your love life. <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> and So you started like, with I, Tinder and just worked back from there? Just, yep. I was like, you know, those 55-year-old men called me and I was like, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, you know, I, I really enjoy talking with her after those episodes and getting her to open up and talk to me about her feelings. And, and I, th this is why I've spent so much money on therapy too, is to get her to talk to other people about her feelings and her emotions and trying to foster that willingness in her, because I do think that communication among that generation is a little stilted. It absolutely is. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Yeah. 
Like I think some people are really quick to say, well, they don't, they don't want to talk, but I honestly think it's because they don't know how, like they don't know how to have a conversation that naturally goes deeper. Mm -hmm. It's, I mean, it's, it's just like, how are things at home with Marlo? Fine. (laughs) That is not the kind of answer you need to give. Like there's a way that conversations work and they, they're losing that. I think I have to be active about engaging her like in the morning in the car i'm like what is going on at school today nothing no lita tell me about like what's going on in math and what's going on in dance and like i pull it out of her and make her talk about it and it's been a lot easier since the stress has been over like she's been really eager to talk about her dance class and she loves math she's she she's really excelling at math again like i think this this should be encouragement for you like she had a tutor in math in fifth grade and she's acing honors math right now. And enjoying it. And, and that's enjoying like a whole it, another yeah. level. Yeah, she that's like her favorite class. And over dance even, getting her to like really open up about it. And she's been so eager to talk about it this week. And it's just been lovely. <laughs> so lovely. Like this is what I wanted. It makes me a little worried about the stress of high school and how intense that's going to be. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Bracing for it. And that's, I mean, that's basically six months from now. Uh I know. (laughs) I know. No, I got to get through a book deadline, and then I got to get through summer break. Well, I don't have to get through summer break, because I'm going to Paris again. Let's just, you know, that's, I don't have to get through it. And this is like the celebration trip, right? Yes. It'll be sort of like a full circle, hopefully type of celebration where I'm sure I'll be editing and have, you know, there's a foreword and there's acknowledgements and there's an introduction, like all that stuff has to be written, rewritten and rewritten and rewritten. So I'm sure, cause the book isn't being published until next February. Right. And so I'm sure I'll be doing some work while I'm there. You, you going to pack your mic this time? <laughs> I might, I might do that. Yeah, let's all podcast from Paris. That'd be awesome. But yeah, think about that. Our children are going to be in high school like this year. Oh, yeah. What the, what the hell? And in like 18, I don't know how it is in, in Utah, but I mean, in 18 months, it's like driver training. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. The mommy blogger has a teenager <laughs> who reads my website. <laughs> in In like a lion, too, was her 14th birthday entry. Because you guys were like right in the thick of it then. Yeah. Man. I know. It's And it's weird because how did it get here? I mean, damn. I mean, think about, well, there was a lot of criticism when Lena was a kid. Like one day she's going to be a teenager and she's going to read what you've written. And here it is. And she's read it. She reads it. And she hates you as much as everyone said she would, right? (laughs) In some of our headbutting moments, I've explained to her, I'm like, this is, uh, I, I, our dynamic is that you love me and you trust me and you want to talk to me, but I also make you do all of the hard things. And I think you're struggling to reconcile all of that because I'm here to make you practice piano. I'm here to make you make your bed. I'm here to make you fold your clothes. Oh, by the way, huge milestone. Okay. Huge. Okay. So it took me. God, like 500 years to get my kids to put their plates and their stuff in the dishwasher. Oh, yes. I remember that. Right? 
and they do it in, like the correct way. Right. Don't just toss it in, Marlowe. At least it was in. Honestly, I mean, it's baby steps. Baby steps. And and then, you know, they both get themselves ready for school in the morning. I do not have to dress either of them. I don't have to brush help them brush their teeth. I don't have to help them brush their hair. They're great. Um, that is like I haven't realized it's kind of like it's kind of like my depression and anxiety. I haven't realized the burden that has taken off of me that they know they now no longer require my assistance to get ready in the morning. It is I'm now overcome almost with orgasmic pleasure <laughs> thinking about it. Have you had, it's funny you say that because in the last, well, probably since the start of the year, and I think I mentioned this, that Lexton transitioned from showering at night to showering in the morning. Yeah. But now there have been some days where I realize that lunch is made, he's already eaten breakfast, his backpack is packed, like everything is done and we don't have to leave for 10 minutes Uh and I don't even know what to do. Like we're not running around like idiots. So it, it's so uh-huh. foreign. It's great, but it's such a weird thing. I don't have to ask him 10 times to do something. Everything is just done. Yeah, it's, I haven't even realized, like Marlo now showers herself. I haven't even realized just how phenomenal it has made my life that I don't have to be helping her with any of it. And then, and then, so I, I do their laundry. And the next step is going to be when you take your clothes off, turn them right side out, like not inside out. Do you know what I mean? I just won that fucking argument. God. Just, just got over that hump like a week ago. Really? Yep. It's amazing. Yep. It's like, cause I spend like 20 minutes turning their pants right side out. <laughs> it's just so I, I do their laundry, but when it's done, I put it in a basket and I set it in the middle of the living room and they get home from school and I'm like, fold your clothes and put them away. Oh my God. I seriously, this is like the hugest, it's, it's like my kids learning how to walk, right? I don't have to fucking fold their laundry and put it away. They do it themselves. Wow. It is amazing. It is fucking phenomenal. The feeling is awesome. You don't realize just what kind of pleasure it is when you have children like my child is going to grow up and fold their own clothes holy shit it is amazing for anybody who's considering to have children like just that wait. alone is worth it just wait it's just it's all i watched i watched them fold it last night and i just sat there sipping a cocktail and i was like this is just beautiful this is all i ever wanted Do they fold them <laughs> okay i realize i'm weird about folding I know that. I totally. <laughs> by the by the way, I, by the way, I am. By by the way, my mother. When was it? It was a few weeks ago. She pulled me aside and she says, "I have a question for you." And I said, "Okay." She goes, "Does John R. Bray really iron his sheets?" Oh God. <laughs> yes, Linda, I do. Not the <laughs> fitted sheet. That one just flattens itself, but. If you don't iron the flat sheet, especially the top hem, it's all it's all crinkly. Who wants that in a bed? I know. Who wants that in a bed? So anyway, I'm clearly particular about textiles. So you are clearly particular about folding, I'm thinking. I there there's a way to fold. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and I think what I need to do is just 
See, I couldn't sit there and watch. I need to like set it down and leave the house. Did you did you work at the Gap and learn how to fold shirts? <laughs> it was Banana Republic, actually, and yes, I did. <laughs> did you really? I did. I did. So everything is folded perfectly. Oh my god, this is this is amazing. You worked at Banana Republic. I did. Wow. Yep. I worked at Great Harvest. At what? Great Harvest Bread. Br- you worked at the bread company? Oh yeah. There's a Great Harvest in my town. It's fucking awesome oh, yeah. bread. It was when I ate I worked at, at I worked at the most successful Great Harvest in the country. Damn. Where? Mm-hmm. Down in Provo, Utah. Wow. Yeah. What did you do? Were yeah. you like a baker? Were you? What did you do? I did everything. I was. They basically had us doing everything. I smelled like bread all day long. See, that sounds fantastic. <laughs> I mean, really, that sounds pretty excellent. This is totally rambling, but I. You can take loaves of bread home. You know, you can you have this, you can take anything. You can have all the muffins, all the cookies you want. Well, at least back then you could. And I would bring home loaves of bread for myself, and my roommates would get into my bread. I had eight roommates. Oh God! And I had to sit them down, and I had to say, "Stop eating my goddamn bread." I didn't use "goddamn" at that moment because well, I was not. still a very right. good Mormon. I was like, "I can get you any loaf of bread you want. Just tell me, but don't eat my bread, okay?" Did they listen? No. <laughs> I, I I thought that was the case. Yeah, roommates but are like that. Did you get to? Did you get discount on clothes at Banana Republic? I did. It was pretty substantial. I'm trying to remember what it was. Forty percent or something. Wow. And and at Gap, since you mentioned, and then a lesser discount at Old Navy because the clothes were less expensive. And you learned how to fold sh- shirts there. I totally did. My manager Teresa was awesome. <laughs> she was great. How, how old were you? Oh, I was far too young to be working at a Banana Republic. I don't remember. Uh, Like young 20s. 23. Yep. Wow. It was not. It was not. I went through a very brief, not brief, actually, several years of retail. And first, it was terrible. Second, it has given me an incredible appreciation for everyone in retail. But I worked at a pottery barn. I worked at a Banana Republic. I worked at a Crate and Barrel. Somewhere else. All, you worked all those places? Almost worked at a coach. They wanted me. What the? But no. Well, how did, wait, did you work all of them at the same time? No, no, no. I worked at I worked at Pottery Barn and then transitioned over to Crate and Barrel. How did this work? Wow. Yep. And then le- and then that was my last like retail job and then I That's left. That's like that's like somebody working at Chili's and then going to Applebee's and then going to Outback Steakhouse. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think the Crate and Barrel transition made sense because it was more my aesthetic than Pottery Barn. But really, it was a job and it was close. So, you know, it was not, it was not awesome. Anyone who has ever worked in retail, like, you don't, you don't love it. You just don't. No. But it should be, like, working with the public should be required by every citizen in humanity. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think if everyone had to do a stint in, honestly, probably retail and food service, the world would be a kinder place. I truly (laughs) believe that. Because unless you have worked in those areas, you don't understand what it's like. Mm -mm. And you can tell the people who have never worked in them because they're assholes for no reason. And I have worked in food service, so. Yes, I, 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 
I I couldn't hack it as a as a white as a food as, as a, see <laughs> having trouble talking. Um, I couldn't hack it as a server. I couldn't. The mathematics just didn't make sense to me. So I transitioned over to hosting. Oh, there you go. I was a hostess. I was a hostess at Landry's Seafood House on the bank of the Mississippi River down in Memphis, Tennessee. There you go. Mm -hmm. I worked at a Belgian cafe that is now closed. And I worked at Third Street Bagel in Marquette, Michigan. As a... <laughs> you've had quite a... You've got guy. quite the resume. Yeah, it's super impressive. Super impressive. Well, you do a lot of jobs in college just to whatever, and you're always kind of looking for the best possible schedule and pay combination. Mm -hmm. So I hopped all over from different places and finally ended up as a law clerk, which was awesome. But, a law clerk. Yep. It was great. It was really more of a filing law clerk, but also a law clerk. It was awesome. That was a good job. Far better than Banana Republic. <laughs> I once worked at a company called E-Parties. Okay. E-Party. They were trying to be like Evite, but a more aesthetic Evite. Okay. And it was um, under the roof of, of a com it was called E-Companies. And this is back in the startup days, back in 2000, 2001. And one of the projects with E-Companies was this, it was called Icebox. And it was a Flash movies online. And like Flash uh, series like people would illustrate series in Flash and like Flash Player, and yeah, wow. they would illustrate them. And one day, it was just it was all in one building. All these companies underneath the the umbrella of what was called E Companies. One day, Icebox had basically done a contract with Jennifer Lopez and P Diddy. Okay, and they they toured the building. And I remember them walking in and like being completely, completely struck by Jennifer Lopez. Really? Yes. Did you exchange words? I did not exchange words. Uh. I had, I, I was speechless just looking at her. Like she was flawless, flawless. It was, it was almost too much to behold. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, you remember it all these years later. All these That's years later, significant. yeah. I remember exactly what she was wearing, like how her hair was styled. It was just like, that is a fucking movie star right there. Wow. Mm -hmm. But you didn't talk to her. See, Miss Topper and P. Diddy, man. Yeah, P what is he called now? I don't know. So was, P. Diddy was after Puff Daddy, right? Yeah. And then, and then didn't there was he just, go by like his full like Sean Puffy Combs? And then it was Diddy. Just Diddy. Oh, that's right. Yep. And then was it Sean Puffy comes? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't, I don't know. know. The mysteries. We have rambled really fucking far. We have. <laughs> we really have. Hard to believe we would start with the spring equinox. Yes. Move into Banana Republic. And then all the way to P. Diddy. All the way to P. Diddy. Slash Diddy. But here we are. Yeah. And here we are. And we want you to know that if you have are feeling anxious, we understand. You are not alone at all. Also, we have a Patreon. <laughs> we do. That was awesome transition. We do have a Patreon. We do have. And a many people have noticed, and to all of those people who have already noticed and decided to throw in a few bucks, thank you so much. That means quite a lot to us. We'll be mailing out 
the little trinkets here at the end of the month? Yes. Yes. Yeah. That, I think it's like end of the month, beginning of the following. But somehow we wanted to just find a way to condense it all down yeah. into a, into one one big old mailing. So hopefully that'll work. Yeah. But we are both admittedly Patreon newbies. So bear with us. Bear with us. Yes. Podcast veterans Patreon newbies. <laughs> Oh, Do God. we link to that anywhere? It's mm-hmm. probably on our website, right? Yeah, it's on the uh, yeah, on the last episode I linked to it. Okay, and then I'll yeah. put it on this episode as well. Awesome. Yeah. And if you're just inclined to search for it, you can search for Manic Rambling Spiral on Patreon, or I, I believe it's Patreon.com/slash Manic Ramblings. I think the header on Patreon, by the way, is a photo that I took of us as we the day before the Chicago Marathon. As yes. We, as we were walking around Chicago. That was after we picked up our marathon packets, I think. Yeah, it was. Good times. Two years ago. Mm, 18 months ago. No. Well, yeah, it was 18 months ago. Yeah. That's right. That's right, because because MRS just turned two. Exactly. MRS just turned two on, on St. Patrick's Day. Yes. Happy birthday to us. Happy birthday to us. And to all of our listeners who've... who've been following along for these past two years two years and now 90 i think this is the 90th episode i think it is wow wow Wow. and and it is rambling at its finest (laughs) i am seriously like i ryan is gonna edit this episode and he's gonna be like what the fuck is going on over there heather because i just got the hugest charlie horse in my calf and i was trying not to scream (laughs) (laughs) Like you oh, could wow. actually see it bulging out of my calf. Oh my god! Oh my gosh! I'm moving around over here in this like puffy jacket, and I was just like, "Hold it together, Heather." He's talking about Banana Republic. Hold it together. <laughs> but he he is an audio magician, so he will. He is a magician. Yes. He will take that out. So, if any of you have anything to add to any one of the several dozen topics we've addressed, or maybe you also worked at a Banana Republic just excited to meet someone else who has you can as always find us on social media which would be twitter facebook and instagram at manic ramblings or you can send us an email to stories at manic ramblings.com or if you're a patron you can also leave a comment over there on patreon yes and until next time don't take my fucking bread y'all Many thanks to Tan Lines for the soundtrack, to Lisa Congdon for the cover art, and to Ryan Coomer for his expertise with the editing stuff. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 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 Mm